Hi and welcome to our latest One Church podcast. Our vision is to encourage, equip and empower you to discover a life-changing relationship with God. We hope this message will inspire you to discover your full potential. Thanks for listening. Who's excited this morning about opening God's Word? I'm loving the, the hunger and excitement around church right now. And the passion and, and, and excitement for more of God's word is contagious. And it's, it's not to become more intelligent or more knowledgeable or um, cleverer up here. It's about transforming us in here. That's what it's about, from transforming us from the inside out. So let's pray before we open God's word. Lord, thank you that you are in the room with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are already moving among us. And Lord, I pray as we open your word this morning, that you will continue to minister to us, that you will continue to bring about change. And I pray that this word would be anointed, Lord, not to tickle our ears, but Lord, to really challenge us, really challenge us to bring about change in our lives and to become more like Jesus in your name. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to open with the first scripture this morning in Matthew 5, verse 13. Matthew 5, 13, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer, any, no longer good for anything, except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. You'll be delighted to know I've got a prop with me. I know how much you like a, an illustration. In the absence of my wife, she loves, loves an illustration. Who knows what this is? That's right, it's a salt lamp. It, it is what it says on the tin. It's a lamp made out of salt. And this belongs to my daughter, Leah. And I, I remember when, when we were in Glasgow and she started looking for one of these. And she took us into anybody been in Urban Outfitters, an overpriced shop, let's say. And she started looking, and she pointed this out, and she was saying how, how much she wanted one. And I was, I was looking at it going, you can get them, I've seen them for half the price. And she's like, Dad, you need to watch out because you can get fakes. So I don't know how much she ended up paying in the end, but today I want to find out if this is real. So I'm, I need a volunteer. Any volunteers? Shirley? Andy? Andy? Both of both, both these, both these up they come. Up he's come. So there's only one way to find out if this is the real deal. This is a salt lamp, right? There's, we've got two sides to this. We've got two volunteers. Did your mum never tell you not to volunteer unless you know what it's for? Right, okay, what I want you to do is lick this from the bottom to the top. No, no, just, no, just a wee, I get, give it a full lick all the way up, top to bottom. Right, get, just don't say anything yet. Andy, don't worry, I'm giving you the other side. Top to bottom. 
<laughs> okay, what's your verdict? Is this the real deal? No. No? You didn't, you didn't taste salt? <laughs> and is it the real deal? It's the real deal, right? right thanks for your help, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm relieved to know that my daughter has not duped me out a few quid and pocketed the, the rest. It's the real deal. So my title, I'm going to jump straight in. My title for this morning is simply Salt and Light with the subheading The Cost of Living the cost of living. Jesus said, we are the salt and light of this world. But if it loses its saltiness, if it loses its taste, and it loses its light, and it's hidden, it is no longer good for anything. I want to talk this morning to those who have lost their saltiness and dimmed their light. Those who have lost their saltiness and dimmed their light. If you've been coming to church for any length of time, this is a verse you'll have heard a hundred times. And if you're new to church, this is a verse you'll hear another hundred times. But this morning, I want to bring a fresh thought to this verse. I asked the Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to one church about salt and light? And I heard two words. He spoke two words. I felt it in my spirit and the two words that I got were value and cost. Value and cost. I believe where we are right now as individuals and as a church, value represents salt and light represents cost. How many of you know that not so long ago, salt used to be extremely valuable? So much so that people used to get paid in salt. Instead of money or current, currency, they would get paid by a measure of salt. And that's where this, the word salary comes from, in salt. In fact, some historians would say that at one point, salt was more valuable than gold. But over the years, climate, culture and economy has changed and as a result, salt has completely lost its value. It's went from being a salary to a seasoning. It's went from being just a, from being a currency to just a condiment. It's went from being something we treasure to something we scatter on the ground to melt the snow. So when Jesus was saying, you are the salt of the earth, he wasn't just talking about flavor or seasoning. He was talking about value. And I believe God is saying, it's time for my people to rediscover their value. It's time that we started living like a chosen generation who belong to a king. A royal people who are absolutely priceless to this community. Your workplace needs you. Your school needs you. And as Christians, we need to stop living with this poverty mindset and reducing ourselves to just a seasoning on Sunday. If you have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour, you have so much value in you. Through Jesus, you are a game changer. Through his love, grace and forgiveness, you are a waymaker. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you are a miracle worker. So when Jesus was saying, don't lose your saltiness, 
He was saying, don't throw away your value. Don't talk yourself down. Don't belittle yourself. It's time that we as a church need to recognise our value in this community. Because salt isn't just something that you throw on the ground when times get hard or life gets slippy. Church isn't just somewhere you go when life comes to a standstill and there's no other option. No church. We are the salt of Cope Bridge. We are the currency of faith, hope and love. And I believe we are going to see businessmen, counsellors and local authorities come to us for resources. Companies that will want to partner with us because they see the value in the local church. But we're not just salt. Jesus also says we are the light of the world. We are a light on a hill. And as I began to think about this verse, God instantly took me to a picture of this room here. There are 140 light bulbs in this room alone, not including the Christmas tree. But as soon as I, I realised how much light bulbs there are in this room, I was immediately filled with fear because I suddenly started to worry about the cost. And it's no secret that the energy providers have turned up the cost and the energy prices have gone through the roof. But in doing so, they've turned up the fear. And as a result, we've turned off our lights. And some of you here today have switched off your light because the price is too high. You've turned off the call of God in your life. You've dimmed down your purpose. You've dialed down your voice because the cost is too much. The cost of what people might think. The cost of how you might look. The cost of failure. The cost of reputation. The cost of being misunderstood. Whether it's a relational, financial or spiritual cost. The reason you don't want to pay the price goes back to my first point. It's because over time you've lost your value. And somewhere down the line, disappointment, loss and regret has switched off your light. But I'm here today, church, to say you don't have to sit in darkness anymore. You don't have to dim down, dial down or cut back because your power supplier has paid the price. He's cleared your debt and wiped your bill and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. All you need to do is get connected. Get connected to his presence. Get connected to his goodness and faithfulness. Get connected to his provision. Get connected to his power. I believe if we truly valued God's word, if we really believed he is who he said he is, if we really believed we are a valued and treasured people that God loves and will never leave, we wouldn't fear the cost. We wouldn't shrink back and settle for less. There's no getting away from the cost of living is high. And the cost of living for Jesus is even higher. But the reward, the reward church is even higher. 
If you value who you are in Christ and don't fear the cross, the cost, there will be so much breakthrough you wouldn't believe. There would be so much freedom and healing you wouldn't believe. But we need to stay connected to the source. We need to stay connected to the source. And salt, church, is no different. Salt is absolutely essential for the body to function. If you want to stay healthy, the body needs salt. Your body can't produce salt on its own. It has to come from another source. And the same goes for the body of the church. We are one body, but we can't produce salt on our own. Our value comes from being connected. If I isolate myself or disconnect, my salt levels will drop and eventually I will become ill, making myself less valuable and less effective. Here are some of the symptoms of a lack of salt. Muscle cramps, nausea, vomiting and dizziness. But eventually a lack of salt in the body can cause shock, coma or even death. That's why as a body we need to stay connected. We need to stay connected to the word of God, connected to the Holy Spirit and connected to each other. I want to look this morning at someone who was extremely valuable to God. Someone who was set apart and had a huge calling on their life. Someone who's in, who influenced millions and still does to this day. But someone who also knew the cost of being a light. I'm going to read two scriptures here. Um, the first one is found in Luke 1 verse 26. And then I'll read from Matthew. It says, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are, who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. He will be, uh, how, how will this be, Mary? asked the angel. Since I am a virgin, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born, will be called the Son of God. Then in Matthew 1 verse 18, it says, Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she found out she was pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. 
But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Here we see God's angel appear to Mary. And before he says a word, before he explains why he's there and what's about to happen, he greets her with absolute value. Have you ever been somewhere and someone comes up to you and greets you with value? Someone who comes up and the first thing they say to you is point out something of great value, whether it's your appearance, your character, or something you've done. If you are married with kids, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It usually sounds something like this. Honey, you look fabulous today. Or, Dad, you're so kind and generous. You instantly become suspicious and grab your wallet. Because it's loaded. It's absolutely loaded. The compliment feels great but you immediately know this is going to cost me something. That's what's happening here with Mary. This angel greets Mary as the one who is highly favoured and immediately she can feel the cost. It says, the angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled by his words and wondered what kind of greeting it might be. Mary knew her value, but she also knew the cost. And as I read this, it challenged me and it got me thinking, how often do we want to be valued, but we don't want to pay the cost? I want to look this morning at one point from this passage that we can learn about value and cost from Mary's amazing life. Whenever you are the salt and light of this world, value is that you are chosen by God. But the cost is you are, you are rejected by man. That's the cost. The sooner that we can accept that you are valued by God and at the same time rejected by people, the sooner you'll keep your light on. The question is, what is more important to you? Is it God's approval or man's acceptance? God valued Mary so much, he chose her to give birth to the light of the world. But the cost was rejection. She was chosen by God and in the same day rejected by the guy she was going to marry. It says, after Joseph heard the news about Mary, he decided to divorce her quietly. Sometimes the people closest to you will reject what God is calling you to because they don't see your value. They don't see your value. And if you don't know, if you get your value from people, rejection from man will feel like rejection or disobedience to God. To Joseph, it looked like Mary was being unfaithful. It looked like that she had been sinning and having an affair. 
But here's the thing, it wasn't Mary's job to convince him. It wasn't her job to win him over. She had to value God's approval at the cost of Joseph's rejection. And some of you here this morning have abandoned what God has asked you to do because when you shared it with someone close to you, they rejected it. The people you loved and trusted, the people that you thought had your back couldn't see it. And you shared a dream or a vision or an idea and your friends, family and loved ones didn't approve. So you tried to convince them that it was a God thing and they still didn't see it. But instead of trusting God, you turned your light off and walked away because your fear of man was greater than your fear of God. And God wants to say to you today, some people will never see your value until it's born. They'll never see your potential until you push through and give birth to it. But God can see it now. God can see your value now. There's nothing Mary could have said or done that would have made Joseph understand what was happening here. She could have spent days trying to explain herself. She could have spent months trying to show him. But Joseph was never going to see it until God revealed it. Until God revealed it to him. She had to trust God and do it anyway. If God is asking you to do something and you are waiting in the green light from the people around you, it will never happen. It's time to try, it's time to start valuing God's word. It's time to start valuing God's instruction and God's direction because rejection from man is a cost that you can't avoid. You can't avoid it. Jesus was rejected everywhere he went, but never once did it change his value. Matthew 21 verse 42 says, haven't you ever read what the scriptures say? The stone which the builders rejected as worthless turns out to be the most important of all. The stone that the builders rejected as worthless turned out to be the most important stone of all. If you are feeling the pain of rejection this morning, it does not change your value. It does not change your potential. It does not change your ability. All it means is the people around you have misunderstood you. Because the stone that the builders rejected wasn't any less valuable. It was misunderstood. It was misunderstood. Whenever you are called to be the salt and light of this world, you will be misunderstood but that doesn't make you any worthless. It makes you priceless. It doesn't make you worthless. It makes you priceless. Mary was valued and set apart and called by God, but she was misunderstood by the people around her because God's plan for her life didn't fit the mold that everybody else had made. How many of you know that the most misunderstood person on earth is a pregnant woman 
Everything they say, do, feel or think is misunderstood. I will never forget when we found out Gillian was pregnant with Leah. That girl I married changed overnight. Our mood changed, our behaviour changed, our language changed, our thoughts, feelings and emotions changed. Her, re- her reactions and responses to everything changed. She was still the same person. She was still the same person. But because of the thing that she was carrying, she was misunderstood. Because of the thing she was carrying, she was misunderstood. If you have a relationship with Jesus and you are carrying the Holy Spirit, people should see the change in you. You should look and sound different. You should walk, talk and act differently. But the cost will be, you will be misunderstood. Because when you start to value who you are in Christ and what you carry inside you, your light begins to change. Your light begins to change and you begin to attract attention. But the people around you who are living in darkness won't like your light to begin with because it will highlight some dark areas in their life. But the more that you shine, the more attractive you'll become. And eventually, they'll see what you carry. Because although you've changed, now you're carrying love, joy, and peace. Although you've changed and you sound different, now you're carrying faith, hope, and freedom. And the people who questioned you at first, they will want to know why you look different. They will be intrigued. But here's the thing. Mary didn't carry this baby alone. She was empowered by the Holy Spirit to conceive Jesus. The cost of her light was rejection. She was misunderstood and pregnant with something that she didn't ask for. But if God has chosen you and set you apart and birthed something inside you, the pain of carrying that gift will be excruciating. But the joy that will come when you see it born will outshine any pain. It will outshine disappointment, tears and sleepless nights. It will outshine the doubters and accusers and finger pointers. If you keep your light on and keep shining, if you don't fear the cost, if you don't fear the cost, church, if you believe in God's word and not man's opinion, God's Holy Spirit will give you the strength and courage and faith to push through and see it born. And that light that you carry will change the world around you. Because the stone that was rejected became the most important stone that changed the world forever. And I believe with all my heart, church, God is going to use this place. God is going to use the lights in this room to light up Coke Bridge, to impact 
the families and lives around us. But we need to value what we carry and we need to stay connected to the source. We need to stay connected and we need to value what we carry. If your light has gone out this morning because you feared the cost, God wants to remind you today of your value. Listen to this. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. You are chosen. You are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings. A spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvellous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. For at one time you were not God's people, but now you are. At one time you knew, you knew nothing of God's mercy because you hadn't received it yet. But now you are drenched in it. You are drenched in God's love. You are drenched in the Holy Spirit. And he wants to use your light to make a difference, church. But you need to value it. You need to value your voice. You need to value your testimony. You need to value what God has done in your life. And you need to share it with others. You need to bring light to this community. You need to bring light to your workplace, to your classrooms. You need to bring light to your family members who know no difference. There is so much potential in this room alone. But when I started to picture the lights and how much it would cost I feared the price and every day when I come in here and all the lights are on I quickly start to turn off the lights because of the cost and I dim down the potential in this room and some of you have dimmed down and cut back and switched off your potential your calling your gifts, your talents and what God has called you to because you fear the cost of what you'll look like you fear the cost of what you'll sound like you fear the cost of how you'll be perceived but God is saying today no longer will you hide your light it's time to stand up and let your light shine church let's stand up together Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen in. We pray this message has been an encouragement wherever it finds you. If you have found it helpful, why not share it with someone or leave a comment? To find out more and stay connected, you can follow us at One Church Scotland through our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Take care and have a great week.